Having worked in the broadcast and media sector for around 30 years, it's pretty obvious that it is a male-dominated industry. And you can attend any industry trade show to see that firsthand. For those in the industry, if you look at your YouTube channel analytics, you might be as staggered as we were to see that 93% are male viewers. We also know that broadcast engineering and technical courses at universities also struggle to recruit female talent. So what is going wrong? RISE is a not-for-profit advocate group for gender diversity within the broadcast manufacturing and services sector. They aim to open up more opportunities for female broadcast professionals, and we're delighted to be joined today by RISE MD Carrie Wooten, and following their successful mentoring programme, we are also joined by Joanna Taylor, a RISE mentee. So, welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Um, Hi. Carrie, Hi. let's start with a quick RISE overview. Let's quick recap on RISE. Okay, so RISE, as you said, is an advocacy group for women working in broadcast media technology sector. We've been up and running for about four years now, and we have four strands of work. One of them is our annual mentoring programme. We obviously deliver lots of events and seminars and workshops. We have our annual award ceremony, and we also have our education arm, which is called Rise Up, where we are working with primary schools and also secondary schools. You have a mentoring programme. Um, why is this needed in 2021? That's such a good question and it's one that I get asked quite a lot, but I think it's clearly demonstrated by the sheer amount of applications that we get year on year for the mentoring programme. It's, we know, as, as you said at the beginning, we know that the industry is not gender balanced. We know that it's not diverse enough. We know that we need new talent. We also know that it's an aging white male workforce. And as we said, we're struggling to see university talent coming through. So. We need to keep, retain, champion, support, encourage, profile, spotlight women in the industry so that they can progress, so they can, uh, yeah, so they can progress in their careers, that they can go after the jobs that they want to, or and or feel more confident in the positions that they're in. And when we see this in black and white in the applications that we read every year, that this support is, is still really needed. Yeah, possibly even more in 2021. So Joanna, what did you, yeah. what did you gain from the mentoring programme last year? so many different things um for a start a really good support network um so all the mentees get together um once a month at least um and we have a whatsapp group where we support each other so that's on top of the, the mentoring that you receive with with your mentor uh, we also had a lot of training sessions on different um different work skills like negotiation skills building your personal brand things like that and then, of course, the mentoring, which has been invaluable for me. Um, I would speak to my mentor um, once every couple of weeks. Uh, we'd speak for over an hour at least. Um, and one of the things that's come out of it for me is I got a new job out of this. Um, so I actually was able to uh, move my career forward. I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go next. And my mentor helped me to actually establish that. I was just going to pick up on what Joanna says that we, that's what we see is that actually the mentor can provide really critical advice and support at key moments in, in the mentee's kind of career and pathway and the, the journey through the programme. So Joanna, who, who was your mentor and how did the relation work during the programme? So my mentor was Marina Kalkarnis and she is the CEO of M2A Media and they specialise in online streaming. And... Um, so what was amazing was, I don't know how Carrie did this, but we had so much in common that she um, didn't come from a tech background. So I, I used to be a journalist for many years and I've actually kind of transitioned into a tech career. 
um, sort of later on in life. And Marina had studied English and had also been a writer um, and then had sort of transitioned into tech um, in a similar way. So that was really cool. Um, so what we would do, obviously, we've never been able to meet in person due to COVID, which is really sad. But we would meet um, after work um, on a Thursday evening, maybe have a glass of wine and, and just chat about, um, yeah, just, just chat about, about work. And initially, um, I would just sort of run scenarios by her and, and see, you know, and she would give me confidence that I'd done the right thing. Um, but then I felt like she wanted me to kind of, she, she felt like, I guess, that she wasn't giving me enough. Um, which I felt like I was getting a lot, a lot out of it, but I wanted to sort of give more because I think mentoring always, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. So we decided that we would go through and work out what my ideal job description was. And so we did a, um, we did a sort of exercise where we worked that out. So we went through and she kind of echoed back to me, like, is that really what you want? And, you know, but but then you'd end up doing this. Uh, oh, okay, actually, no. And because I was sort of at a crossroads in my career where I wasn't really sure what my next step was, and we kind of thrashed that out, worked out what my ideal job was, and then I kind of went after that and spoke to my, my boss about it, um, ended up getting put on a secondment, and I have now been given that job officially um, this week. So it's been great. So, Carrie, just rewinding a little bit um what does the program actually Im involve um and i guess how do you select mentors and how do you select mentees and how do you match yeah. them up effectively yeah so the program i think joanna kind of kind of uh hinted to it a bit is, is structured in three ways there's obviously the mentoring support with the mentor and then as joanna said then there's this kind of program of workshops meetups that happen between between the mentees on a monthly basis and actually that's one of our main ambitions for the program actually is that the women walk away with a group of of colleagues that they can talk to and rely on and champion and support each other after the program and that's one of the kind of key ambitions for it and then we also look to industry to support the women as well so we're really lucky to have for example the dpp invite the mentees to their technology leaders briefing for example like access to talks and seminars and workshops and people that they wouldn't maybe necessarily have access to so that's that's a kind of crucial bit of the program as well and uh, application so you and mentees apply through an application form so that's on our website now for this year's program and for the first time we're launching in north america this year so we'll be delivering the mentoring program in the uk in singapore and north america and then the mentors yeah, we spend quite a bit of time on that matching process actually it's it's vital to try and get it right because actually the relationships work but if there's a good connection and there's kind of you know there's the, you know there's a synergy there so that you know that might be that actually the mentee's in position a and wants to get to position b a bit like i suppose joanna found in her process and how how do i get there what does that look like so sometimes we will work you know we will choose a mentor based on that particular goal or, as I say, it might be more broader than that. So it really depends on what the mentees put in their application form and what, what they hope to get for the programme. But we do spend a good chunk of time really trying to work that out quite carefully and try and make the, the best match possible. So, so we're always looking for more mentors. We always, you know, the, the wider the pool, the better the match that we can make. So if anybody out there is thinking that they might like to be a mentor, then, yeah, I'd love to love to hear from them. 
So, so probably quite a lot changed in the program, or you probably had to adapt certain elements of the program, like you said, the WhatsApp group and things like that, that it, for 2020, um, you know, with, with, with COVID. Have you, have you got anything that you've learned in the last year that now that we're coming out of lockdown, now that we're going to hopefully get back to some sort of normal, you're going to take anything forward with this, Gary? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 2020 was extraordinary because we were literally just starting the programme as COVID hit. And we'd never really done anything remotely, actually, because it would all, it mostly, all, in fact, had it all been face to face. And I wasn't sure whether working remotely, having a group of women that not actually even met and still haven't met, they've still not got together, would build those relationships that we kind of rely on, that kind of is the, the bit that we hope for, for the programme. So, so yes, it changed dramatically. But actually as we know as we've kind of progressed through the last year we all know that relationships can be built via zoom and other tools you know we can communicate we can support each other i i have promised the group from last year that we will get together i promise them face to face we will at some point in 2021 hopefully later in the year we will get together face to face because it is important but i think what what it did show me was that we can reach more geographically because of the technology and now that we do know that that mentoring relationship can exist, you know, really well on a in a virtual space. You know, ideally, would all you know, you would definitely meet face to face at some point. But I think just having the technology, knowing that it can work, definitely allows us to work, yeah, more geographically across across the UK and 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 reach more women who are in different locations. So it it seems to me it's a twelve month mentoring program, but it seems to me that you've got evidence that the mentees and mentors continue almost like a career long relationship. It, yeah, that's what we hope for. We really do that, that mm. everybody will stay in touch. Yeah, as Jonah says, they have their WhatsApp group. All of the three cohorts that we've supported so far have their WhatsApp group. We, and actually what's interesting is seeing that first cohort actually from a few years ago, seeing where they are now, how they've progressed. And, you know, some of them, are, you know, they're all, well, not some of them, they're all doing brilliantly and they're all still in touch with, they all still support each other. And actually, you know, they're, enga they're engaging with all the other cohorts of women as well. So we've now got this massive network of women that have been through the programme and also all of the mentors as well, all of the, the men and women that support the programme. We can't obviously run it without them. So we now have got nearly 200 people that have been involved in that programme alone. So I'm really excited about expanding that again this year. Yeah, and we've, all, we've all got a LinkedIn group that we've all joined together. And um, yeah, so for example, my, my last sort of official um, meeting with my mentor was in January but she knew that that this job offer was coming sort of um, in, in the like in either this month or next month um, and unfortunately initially it wasn't quite as I'd hoped it would go um, and so on Friday I I emailed my mentor and just to, to keep her up to date because she had asked sort of to be kept up to date I said look this has happened and she said oh that's disappointing. Let's jump on a call first thing 8am on Monday morning, which was incredible of her. And so she gave me this huge pep talk, I went and talked to my boss and sorted everything out. And, and now I'm back on track. So that was amazing. Yeah. So she's still there for me, even though it's finished. And I think that's what's really important, Joanna, isn't it? Is that actually that mentor is there to guide you in those what are difficult situations sometimes where it is particularly if it's around a new job, negotiation, salary, whatever it happens to be. You know, we had that with the with a woman in uh, the first year as well who had to negotiate quite quite hard to get the salary increase with a promotion that she'd got. So I think this is 
this is where it has real value, like real value for the mentees. It gives, you know, gives them the confidence and support and the advice that actually enables them to, to have sometimes these really difficult and challenging conversations. Yeah, it kind of uh, it sort of answers the, the, the question that I was, I was just about to ask when you started talking, Joanna. But, but you know, based on your experiences, why is it important that this mentoring program continues? But of course, that is it. It's the ongoing relationship. Absolutely. And, and I think that we, we still have this issue in the industry where there's not enough women um, in this industry. And so the ones that are there, we need to support them because we need to make sure that they stay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? We don't. So there's two things, isn't there? We want we want to promote and support and champion and, and crucially, as Joanna just said, retain the women that we do have in the industry. We don't want to lose any. And so and then obviously just attract yeah. more talent as well. But we had that bit that bit about supporting women already in the industry is absolutely vital. It's um and that's why we def yeah, we definitely need the programme still. What particular challenges have you faced in your career so far before you discovered Rise? So for me, I've sort of had quite a varied career. So I was a journalist for ten years and then I started my own business as a personal trainer. Um I did that for five years and then um due to an injury I couldn't do that anymore and I was really looking for a new career and my husband works in tech and so I was going to all these tech conferences with him and I just could see that there were no women there and I was like this is this is strange this has to change uh, so I decided to kind of be the change that I wanted to see and so um, I found this program at Sky called Get Into Tech where they help women to get into tech and so I, I learned how to code three months during that program and then um, at the end of that was offered a job at Sky. Um, but that came with the challenges that I then joined the grad scheme where I was um, there with a bunch of sort of 22 year old boys who'd just finished uni. And there I am, you know, having had a previous career, but that, that you know, people really didn't really care about those skills that I already had. So it was like, how do I sell those skills? Um, and, and, you know, I might not have the coding skills, but I'm learning and I'm getting better, but I have other skills. And so it was kind of that. And then also just coming into that industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and we could all learn from each other, you know, which, which was good, but it was trying to convince them that they could learn from me as much as I could learn from them. Um, and so that was, that was part of it. And also just coming into a new industry and not really knowing what the options were out there. Suddenly all these jobs, became uh, available to me that I'd never heard of before you know scrum master which is the job that I'm doing now or technical analyst or, or all these roles I didn't have a clue about so it was like where do I go next and it, that was really what I needed to establish for my career. Do you mind us asking Joanna where 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 are you going to be starting work what what is your role what is where where and what are you going to be doing? So um, yeah so I'm uh, going to be a scrum master now still in Sky um, but okay. Great. So instead of doing the coding, I'm now managing the people that do the coding. So it's, oh, yeah. it's cool. definitely a step up for me. Yeah. And it's, so, it's yeah, something yeah, yeah. that plays more to my skills as well. So finally, Carrie, um, two questions in one, really. Is, is Rise only for women that are currently in employment or those that maybe are, are looking as well? And obviously, finally, if you can just fill us in again on where people can find out more about uh, applying. Yeah, so it's the mentoring programs for women in the industry and also for women who would like to get into the industry as well. If there's anyone 
who thinks cool. that actually this might be for them, then we're really eager to support them as well and encourage them. And then cool. also, yeah, to apply, you just go to risewyb.com and the application form is on there. Thanks, Kerry. Thanks, Joanna. Thanks for coming in and telling us all about it. Um, please do keep us informed. We'd love to hear how it all goes in the future. And uh, that was very interesting. Great. Right. And thanks also to MediaProxy for their support on Kit Plus TV. And you can check them out at mediaproxy.com. See you next time.